Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast, the number one spirituality podcast on iTunes. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm the UK's leading law of attraction expert, award-winning life coach, two times best-selling author, manifestation YouTuber, speaker, and badass spiritual queen. I'm here to help you awaken and turn your dream life into an abundant reality and help you create your positively wealthy life full of happiness, abundance, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much, guys, for joining me for another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I'm delighted to have the wonderful Amy Lee McCree back on the podcast. So you may remember Amy came on a couple of years ago, and she's back here today with a fantastic new book, which I am so, so excited to talk about with you. So Amy, if you don't know, is a medical intuitive and best-selling author of 16 books, would you believe, including her newest, The Healing Home, your room by room guide to positive vibes. Amy instructs internationally sharing meet your goddess guides, ancestral and karmic shamanism and the healing home masterclasses. She also offers medical intuitive and healing home sessions as well as small group mediumship readings. Well, Amy, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Hi, Emma. Thank you so much for having me back. I'm doing great. And I'm so happy to come back and talk with your amazing audience. Oh, it's always a joy when you're here, Amy. Honestly, everyone loved the episode last time. So I am so excited to talk all things home with you because I am a little bit obsessed with home. I love decorating. I love interior, but I also really love feng shui, the energy of homes and how our homes can really help us manifest as well. So I am so excited for all the pearls of wisdom you're going to share with us today. But first of all, before we dive into the good stuff, for anybody who didn't listen to your episode before, one question I love to ask every guest is when did you spiritually awaken what's your story great question um so I was a different kind of a kid I had a lot of learning disabilities and even as a child I saw um what I called nature sparkles like I basically was seeing elementals and spirits and things like that so I was sort of born like that and and very what now spirit like in the spiritual community we would call ungrounded 
so with learning disabilities and being ungrounded, but also being, you know, pretty intuitive and seeing things and everything. It was an interesting childhood, um, <laughs> pros and cons. And, you know, with the learning disability side, it really took into college for me to kind of come into understanding what these gifts were that I always had. I think at some point I realized maybe everybody didn't always have that, although lots of kids do. But, um, you know, I kind of stopped talking about it. And then in college, um, I was going to school for education. And then after that, working as a teacher. But right away when I was 18, I read a really fun book that it's kind of a classic. Some of your listeners may have read it. It's older now called Jaguar Woman by Lynn Andrews. Um, And it was listed as a woman's studies book. I was 18. I was nannying while I was in college and all the kids were sleeping and it was like they it was a kind of a crunchy household so they didn't have a tv so I found this book on this huge bookshelf it said it was a women's studies book and I read it and I was like oh I do that it was about how Lynn went with her teachers to the Yucatan and you know learned from these shamans and I was like I already kind of do that So then I took a workshop with the Foundation for Shamanic Studies and um, we worked in partners and the woman I worked with said, you need to work on past lives. Here's a woman in my town who does that. And that turned out to become my medicine teacher, Lori, who's on the other side now. And so then I apprenticed with Lori and about five years later, when I was 23, I started to work as what I now call a medical intuitive. Back then I just called it multidimensional healing. And I've been doing that now for over 20 years. Um, And as a medical intuitive, what I do is talk to people's spirit guides, really. That's the main thing. And they take me down um, into whatever part of the body is implicated, the organs down to the cellular level, even the subatomic level to figure out where the root cause of whatever the dysfunction is and then what we can do to fix it. So that's kind of the trajectory that led me there. And through all of that, 20 plus years, I've been teaching shamanism, channeling, all that stuff. And uh, I was really fortunate about 12-ish years ago to connect with my literary agent. So then I got to finally start writing the books of the things that I wanted to tell my clients because it would be what they would be asking about. My first book was uh, The Spiritual Girl's Guide to Dating. And so that was because everybody was asking about romance. And it started out as The Spiritual Girl's Guide to Dating Relationships and Sex. And then the publisher changed the title. Um, But that's because those were the people I was attracting as a healer. Now down the line, it's a lot of medical intuitive stuff, but um, that's how it started. And that's what kind of landed me here today. Amazing, Amy. Well, it's so lovely to hear your story again, because I think it shows that so many people have so many pivotal awakenings, whether it's they were born with those abilities or they were born knowing and seeing things. And later on in their life, they found a book or they found a person that finally made sense Mm -hmm. of their experiences. While some people awaken later in life and have zero experiences as a child or are aware of that. But we all know that childlike magic, as we know, in our childhood. So I love that. And I love that you have been writing so many books over the last 12 years as well. So let's talk about the new one then. So The Healing Home. I love the title, by the way, as yes. well. What room does- by Room Guide. 
to positive. Yeah, I love the cover. It's gorgeous, isn't it? (laughs) I love the cover. As you know, I don't know how it was for you, but I think for a lot of us as authors, we don't generally get a ton of input on the cover. Mm. And this was all um, my publisher, Sterling, which became Union Square now, Union Square and Co., I think. Um, This was all them. I mean, they just had it. They have an incredible art department. And I I love the cover. It's gorgeous. And And it's a hardcover book and it's a full color book. So it's all beautiful design like that throughout the book. It's really pretty. Amazing. So what does Mm -hmm. a healing home mean to you then? It's a great question. Um, I wrote the healing home because in my work as a medical intuitive, there are things that have always come up that people need to do for their homes. It could be things around health, like removing volatile organic compounds, also known as VOCs, for your health, removing sources of electromagnetic frequencies that are disturbing your health. It could be that kind of a thing. Um, But it's also a lot about things that we can do with intention in the home to help you manifest, create, and align with your heart's desires and then really attain those. So I wrote The Healing Home with a three, sort of a three-pronged approach. The first approach is a Taoist approach. And under the whole philosophy of Taoism, we have traditional Chinese medicine and feng shui, among many other things. Um, And so I use a lot of traditional Chinese medicine, TCM, in my medical intuitive work. And then feng shui is this natural outpicturing. So if somebody has a dysfunction in certain meridians of the body, they're associated with some of the five Taoist elements. And we often see um, an outpicturing of that in their life. And then so along with herbs and different things that we can do to balance those meridians, there's things that we can do in the home to optimize that area of the bagua to help the person attain their heart's desires. So for example, um, in our particular society, we seem to have a lot of kidney-based dysfunction. Kidney bladder is the water element. It's the end of the Taoist creative cycle. And the kidneys are the foundation for all of our qi in traditional Chinese medicine. So they're probably, if we had to pick an organ that was maybe one of the more important, it would be those because they're the foundation, they're called the palace of fire and water. And so we have the yin and the yang. And then we have the water element present in the bagua of the home, in the prosperity corner and in the career area. And so we have these two areas, the foyer is career, and then you know the front door as you come in. And then the prosperity area is the back left of the home. So if we're working with kidneys, bringing health to the kidneys and the various many things that kidney dysfunction is associated with. Um, tinnitus is a chronic thing. Ear, ear issues, um, issues with anything to do with hormones, you know, all kind low back, like all these things people deal with. These are all kidney related. So if we can work with the, the meridians and then also work with the bagua, we're really getting ahead of the game in treatment and prevention. So that was one facet. And then the second prong of the approach in the healing home is the Vedic philosophy, which encompasses Ayurveda, which everybody's heard of, yoga, of course, Tantra, and something called Vastu, which is the art of laying out the home according to the Vedas. 
And a lot of that was developed around the building of temples. And so where things are laid out. So there are some really neat um, core items in Vasu that help us create a home that's more cozy and it's meant to be a sanctuary. That for me really resonates too. And if I, you know, kind of cross pollinate these two philosophies from the metal element standpoint and being a highly sensitive person on, on a traditional Chinese medicine spectrum, creating a sanctuary is really important. And then the third prong of the approach in the healing home is my um, extensive medicine apprenticeship with my teacher. So she trained me in an oral tradition that was passed down from teacher to student, teacher to student from um, the Southwest American Indians. I was very fortunate to get to learn that. And that combined with all of the various cross-cultural shamanic techniques that I've pulled together in 20 years as a teacher go into the rituals that we use in the home to optimize its energy. So the whole point of the healing home is to take your life from A to Z, home through body, optimize all of that energy to put you in greater health and, and achieving all your goals. I love it. It's a, it's a big explanation. There's actually a lot in there in a really like fun, digestible, room by room manner. And it's meant to be fun and entertaining when you read it. So it's powerful medicine kind of hidden in a pretty package. And it is. I, I've read the book, as you know, and it's it's great because you break it into, like you say, room by room. But then also there's something for everybody. There's like essential oils. Yes. There's different stuff. So if people aren't resonating with every single thing in there, there's so many great things like crystals and essential oils, mm-hmm. and different colors that you can work with, which I think there's something for everyone in it, which is great. And I loved that there was so many different things that you could do for the bedroom or so many things yeah. you could do for the office or a children's room. Um, some things that I had never heard of before. So it was great to learn more about it. So what are your top tips for creating positive vibes in the home, Amy? Good question. So I think, you know, people definitely come to the healing home sessions wanting to increase prosperity. It's usually um, money and relationships are the top two and then health is the third. So for prosperity, um, and like I said, career is also associated with that. So at the front door, you really want to make sure it's unobstructed. There's nothing in the way. And then you can use um, symbols of flowing water. So I actually painted a painting myself because I couldn't find one that encompassed what I wanted. So I painted this big painting and I made it so it, it was actually pretty easy to paint. I like to paint, but it's abstract. And so I made it like an abstract kind of a waving river coming in. And I knew the direction I wanted the water element to flow in the front door. And really the front door is the gateway to everything. So it's the way that she enters the home in the Bagua. And it needs to be the front door, the formal front door. It's not the door you use necessarily. It is the front door of the home if there's more than one. And so, you know, creating some depiction of flowing water, it could be a river. It could be a waterfall, that's fine, but you're inviting that water element in the front door as well as everything. So an open front door without obstruction, perhaps adorned with the colors black or blue, um, which are symbolic of water and allowing that to come into the home is thing one. Um, Another front door exercise that's really easy 
I like to do it on the first of the month. Um, it's just to blow cinnamon through the front door for abundance. And you can say that with your intention. So whatever your intention is for the month or beyond, but just to tr- do that. And the first of the month is nice. Some people like to do it on the new moon because it's the beginning of a new cycle. If you forget on those days, just do it on another day. It's, it's all okay. Um, and it, it's all about intention with all of this. The center of the home in Bastu is considered the zone of tranquility. So that is the area where in um, temples, but also it's suggested in the home where we might have, if we have like a meditation corner or something, that center point of the home in the Taoist Bagua is also the area for health. So if you combine that, you, you want to have things from the Taoist perspective in the... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. That area of the Bagua that are from the earth element. So you would want... Um, things that are made of clay, things that are natural, not so much wood, because that's a little bit separate in Taoism, but clay things. I, I have a trivet. I like to make pottery. Like I like to go to pottery classes and I've in hand molding, which is just like clay. So I have this trivet thing I made and I, I didn't even know I made it a long time ago. I didn't know about Feng Shui. It's orange, correct color for that part, part of the Bagua. And I keep that in there. Even if it's not visible, it's, a, it's clay. It's from the earth. It's square, which is the earth shape. It has four sides, earth shape. It's horizontal. It's, for again, the other element for that part of the Bagua. And the colors are yellow, orange, and earth tones. So if you combine that, and then you add that zone of tranquility idea. So the thing with the zone of tranquility in Bastu is it's the kind of like the core channel of the home where you bring spiritual energy into the home. So that's something to kind of think about as far as health, well-being. And then for relationships, um, we talk a lot about this in the bedroom chapter. So sometimes your bedroom doesn't fall in the relationship area of the Bagua. In that case, if you come in the front door, it'd be the back, basically the back right corner of the first floor and the second floor would be considered the relationship area. 
So you want to add feng shui cures to that area either way, but then you also want to bring those elements into the bedroom. So if you would like to have um, a romantic relationship that is a pair, then you would put pairs of things in the both of those places. So two candles, um, love birds, you know, whatever pairs, both sides of a bookend, two nightstands. Like you want, and if you want someone else in the bed as a fixture, then you, they need to have a nightstand and it can't be cluttered with your stuff. There needs to be room for them. So things like that. Um, the colors for the relationship area are pink. Red is great if you want to inject passion to it as well. And it's adjacent to the creativity and fertility area. So I think some white is fine to have that kind of come in and support the area. So you would use pink accents and red accents if you really want to jazz things up. In all of these areas of the home, the main ingredient is intention. So you can create affirmative statements about what you want for those areas of your life and place those in all those areas of the home. They do not need to be visible. You just need to know they're there. Even better if you write them in the correct color. So for example, in the prosperity or the career area, you could write in prosperity, the colors are purple and gold and green feeds it as well because that's the wood element feeding the water. For career, blue and black are more used. So you could write your intentions. My career flourishes and I get promoted all the time. Or if you're a business owner, my business is moving into six and seven figure territory and I have all the time and help that I need and resources to create the business I desire and have a balanced life. Things like that. Prosperity, you know, I am a money magnet. Money comes to me easily and effortlessly. Things like that. Relationships, you might say like all of my relationships fulfill me and I find joy in them. Something like that. Health, I am filled with vitality and I am in complete alignment. My body is healthy and strong. So then you'd place those affirmations with intention in the areas to bring those energies into the home. When we infuse the home with the energy of our intentions, then we feel um, a difference in our inner being, our physicality, our first out picturing of our inner energy is our home. And then it goes out into the world from there. We spend a lot of time in our home. So when we put the right energies into the home, then we start to feel um, infused with our intentions and attract them and make choices that align with them. I love that. Thank you for sharing mm-hmm. that, Amy. Amazing. It's a lot of tips, but they all kind of go together. Well, exactly. We're going to use them all. So what are your yeah. go-tos and big no-nos when it comes to decor and spiritual items in the home? Good question. Um, clutter is a no-no if you want to attract more of anything. If your space is full, then there's not room. So um, if you kind of picture the spatial area of your home and you imagined what would it look like if it was 50 or less percent full of stuff and if you're not there or under then you need to remove items basically if you just think of it spatially um and you know I find that for me doing clutter clearing it goes better in small stages. Everybody's different, but to be like, I'm going to clear the whole house of clutter. It's like kind of daunting, but if you just like start with, okay, the garage and then, you know, this closet and kind of go through, I think sometimes it's better. Um, And as far as no-nos, 
you know, a big no-no that I learned from um, Karen Rowe Carter, who's a feng shui expert, which I really agree with. I, I always had like a love of mermaids, but if you desire to be grounded, you need legs. And if you desire to have a partner, then depictions of a single woman all over your house, especially in your relationship area, are kind of a no-no. Um, so are skulls. I know they're cute and whatever, but they're dead. And so that energy isn't really conducive to expansion. It's a, it's a contraction energy. Um, now, as far as like spiritual items, I think it's really whatever feels aligned for you. Now, if you had a statue of Cali, for example, that contain, I have this, this doesn't really, I don't, it's not necessarily anybody in particular, but you know, if that had a tiny skull on it because it's like Callie and her destructive regenerative face, I don't think that would be the end of the world either, by the way. But, um, you know, things that make you smile, things that have meaning to you, your intention is then infused. So I don't know if there's any bad religious items. Um, in the skills and knowledge area, when you come in the front door, that would be, you know, the career areas right there in the front center. That would be right in the front side of the house to the left. That's a good place for depictions of um, beings with, with whom you want to pattern, identify, learn. So like, I think I, I sometimes, I don't know, I think it's in there in a drawer. I've got a picture of Louise Hay in there. Because, you know, she's like the queen of medical intuitiveness. Um, but that's also a good spot for your deities and whatnot. Um, I have this Ganesha. This is not the, that area, but like somebody like that, if you wanted to learn from Ganesha. Isn't that pretty? You can Love see it. it on the YouTube if you guys are looking at the visual. It's my little rainbow Ganesha. Um, yeah, so that's a good spot for those kinds of items. And uh, what else is a no-no? Um, you know, dead or dying plants. So I kind of feel like it, it, you'll see in the healing home, every room has suggestions for aromatherapy spritzes you can make with essential oils, crystals, the house plants that go well in the room, herbs that you can use for the chakras, um, flowers and plants to go with the chakras that are kind of represented by every room. It's all, there's a lot in there, as Emma knows. I'm in the mind, if you are busy, if you're not home a lot, I would rather you don't have a houseplant than you have a dead houseplant, if that makes sense. So, you know, if you have a green thrum and you're, it's normal for you to dust your houseplant and keep the soil in really good shape and things like that, great. If that plant is going to die, then maybe you want a picture of it instead. <laughs> I love that. Just have a picture instead. <laughs> I'm, you know, if you travel a lot or if you, you know, if you're, I'm an ADD person. So I am like a big fan of keeping things easy because then you can keep up with it. Mm, definitely. Mm -hmm. well, I love those. And it, it's really great to hear because like you say, sometimes even the smallest symbology of something can have such a big impact yes. if it's in that certain place of your home. So it's good yes. to know what we should do and what we should avoid as well so yeah, um yeah. I love that so tell us a little bit more about the book then Amy what can we expect and where can we get it so you can expect you know the room by room aspect which I think is really nice 
because then it's not overwhelming. You can break it down really easily. You might start in the bedroom. You might start, it starts with the front door and the foyer, you know, which you don't have to have a foyer. It's just the front door. I think that's a great place to start because then we start right away with what energy is coming into the home. Um, but either way, it takes you through all the areas of the home, including even transitional spaces like laundry rooms, closets, hallways, all the things that we can do to optimize the energy of the home. But it's not overwhelming because it's room by room. So in each area of the home, you will find um, everything from the things I mentioned earlier to rituals, to meditations with the spirits of place for each room, meditations with animal spirits that will bring uh, positive and powerful energy to the room, intentioning around that, rituals that you can do in the room to either clear or infuse the room or both, and so much more. I mean, there's just so, there's just so much in there. There um, is. We talk about, I mean, it's really packed with info and things, but in a, not an overwhelming way because yeah. we just do a room at a time. One of the big things I talk about too is the yin and yang aspect of spaces. And it helps, I think, to orient yourself with this book to understand, okay, this space, I want to go more yin. In this space, I want to go more yang. So for example, in the living room or the bedroom, we want more of a yin element and that's rest, it's coziness, it's soft blankets, it's soft pillows, it's things that make us feel good. Um, and then other areas of the home, we're going in a more yang direction. So I think even that helps. And as you go through room by room, you can pick a few things and you can just say, okay, I'm only working on the bedroom. I'm working on my home office because I got a new virtual job. So I'm starting there. And that's what I like about the book is you don't have to use it successively. You can, if you choose, but you can go through and take your time and really um, pace yourself and, and have those lasting effects. Amazing. And you can get the book now from anywhere that sells books. And I will Everywhere see- that sells books. Um, it's in, in the US, it'll be in lots of Barnes & Noble because the publisher is owned by Barnes & Noble. It's kind of a nice bonus. Of course, it's on Amazon, all the indie things. It might be in your library. You never know. Um, and you can get it everywhere books are sold. Amazing. And on my site too, amyleemercree.com. Fabulous. And I will link all of those things in the description below for you guys. Nice, easy, accessible link as well. So Amy, my last question Tuesday then is what is one piece of life advice that you'd like to leave my lovely listeners with? Good question. Um, You know, I think the life advice I want to leave everybody with is that you do matter. You matter so much. And whether it's, you know, something small, the door you held open or things like that for somebody who was having a bad day or, you know, just the small acts of kindness or even the time you take to give kindness for yourself, all of that matters. And I think sometimes we feel disconnected and sort of like helpless with everything that's happening. And I think it's important to come back around to you matter because you're really the only thing that you can control or direct. And it doesn't mean that you have to be perfect all the time. It means you're a key piece, a critical piece of this of the puzzle that's happening right now. And just to remember that 
that that you're innately important and innately perfect even in your imperfections love that amazing advice Amy thank you well so thank you so much for coming on today again it's been such an honor and pleasure and I've learned tons which I'm gonna absolutely implement in my home I love having a good declutter I love going around and moving things and getting new decor and ironically I have been thinking about changing the artwork in my hallway um and I was literally about to get something but now you said that I was like oh maybe I do need a water pitcher there maybe I do need the ocean I think you do (laughs) you know think of energy flowing in the front door it can cascade down that's fine you want flowing water Mm -hmm. too and think and I think it's good to think about which side of the hall you'll hang it on Mm -hmm. so you know the direction you want it to be flowing inward okay great advice thank you Amy well of course if you want to find out more about Amy's work I'll pop a link below but thank you so much Amy where can everybody find you if they want to learn more about your work amyleemercree.com and um, Amy Lee Mercree is my social handle across the board my middle name Lee is spelled l-e-i-g-h and then Mercree is m-e-r-c-r-e-e and that's where you can find me well, good luck with the launch of the book, Amy. I'm sure you thank don't you. need it. I'm sure it's going to do amazing anyway. But Aww. thank you so much for coming on. And thank you for sharing your pearls of wisdom with us today. Thank you, Emma. I always love to chat with you and your audience. I hope everybody has a beautiful day or evening whenever you're listening. So thank you so much, guys, for listening. I hope you've really enjoyed Amy and I's conversation today. As always, you can find a clickable link to Amy's work in the description below. And if you want to find out anything more about myself, my coaching, my videos, or anything else that I have to offer, you can find it all at emmamumford.co.uk. So thank you so much, guys, for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a great week, whatever you're up to, and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 